From talkradio.nyc, welcome to At Home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and owner of David Thiergartner Interiors, right here in spooky, scary Manhattan. On tonight's show, The Writing on the Wall. My guest tonight is wallpaper extraordinaire Brendan McLarney from McLarney Painting and Wallpapering Company. I'm excited to talk about the illusion of wallpaper. Brendan will tell us how wallpaper has the power to change the character of a room. I'm fascinated, have always been fascinated by how luxurious it is, how rooms respond to texture, pattern, and color. I want to talk to Brendan about some of our most recent projects. We just did an antique French wallpaper mural, and we also did a contemporary watercolor. I guess you would call it expression, and everything else in between. There's a lot to talk about, so let's get started. was invited. I kept telling myself over and over again, I was invited. I was invited. I knew it was there. I could feel it. It was the last house on the left. I didn't need to know where it was or how to get there. It led me there, directly to the gate. Hearing the crash of a distant thunderstorm and all of a sudden the gate snapped open. Step by step, I walked up the long brick path to the ivy-covered stairs. I hesitated momentarily, looking out past the rusted metal fence to the the square across the street. The moss-filled oak trees stood perfectly in line, column after column, one after another, just as they had for so many decades before. The house next door stood silent. A pale light flickered timidly, asking not to be seen. A dog barked and a flight of swallows flew overhead. I stepped up and ascended the stairs. The painted porch cracked and sighed as I made my way towards the front door. The door panel was weathered in a flaked black paint and looked shabby and unused. I stood frozen, unable to raise my arm face to face with the antique brass door knocker in front of me. And then, just then, the door cracked open as if pushed by the invisible. The house I have always wanted to see this legendary house that was beckoning me to come inside, take one step. I said to myself, just one step, one more step, go inside. And with the strength and the courage of my ancestors, I slid past the heavily weighted door. And just as I did, the door slammed shut behind me. My eyes hidden 
behind preconception, my my feet frozen in anticipation. I stood silent, trying to catch my breath, and then slowly I opened my eyes. What was I seeing? I couldn't believe what was in front of me, right there in front of me. Right there was the most beautiful room I have ever seen. I couldn't fully absorb what I was looking at. Years and years of touring magnificent houses, years and years of creating and designing elegant homes. Nothing could prepare me for this. No words could ever describe this beauty well enough. To see it, to be in it, to experience says everything. The sunlight refracted through the rare crystal chandelier and flirted with the intricate plastered molding of the double-height vaulted ceiling. The spectacular polished ebony marble stairs matched perfectly the gentle curve of the railing made from a ribbon of bronze that led you directly to the library mezzanine above. The pilasters were fluted and carved from ancient mahogany timber, and the center hall table was satinwood, Regency style with neon classical designs. But what truly caught my eye was the walls. Sheets and sheets of rice paper torn into jigsaw puzzle perfection. I had never seen anything like it. Each sheet was translucent and yet enhanced with a metallic glaze. Each piece laid still, stayed quiet, knowing they were one piece of a magnificent whole. The wall behind the rice paper were shades of blue that even a proud peacock couldn't match. And as I approached the long north wall, hoping to better understand what it was, what was What was it? Was it the quality of the paper or the technique that yielded such luxury, such beauty? I wanted to see it better. I wanted to understand it more. And then all of a sudden, as I got closer, I noticed that the writing on the wall in scripted longhand, what was it saying? What was it trying to tell me? But sure enough, as I got closer, it faded from sight. I stepped away and looked again, trying perhaps to trick myself into seeing it once more, to understand the writing on the wall, but it faded away. What was hidden behind the wallpaper? Somehow, unbeknownst to me, I left the room, never to see it again. My invisible host directed me into the living room and the study, and from this room to the next, and then into the dining room, of which... I stood in awe. The walls were covered in hand-painted gold silk panels. Was it French? Was it English or Chinese? The perfectly painted magnolia blossoms, twigs and branches, birds and butterflies reflected the garden beyond and were executed with a fine brush and a fine hand. The white pinkish tint of each blossom mirrored the sunlight and danced across the room. The silk drapery panels, the perfect shade of blush fell from above the windows and cascaded down the walls like glowing smiles of children sliding down a hillside.
This room was more beautiful than the first. And I wanted to stay here. I wanted to linger longer. And then suddenly, as if, if I had stayed too long, my moment of splendor was over. The double French doors opened and led me out to the wrought iron terrace. I wanted to stay. I could see through the long foyer the passage to the conservatory. I hadn't yet seen the library. I wanted to pretend to have to use the powder room just so I could see it, but there was no one to ask. What was hidden behind the wallpaper? What made this house, these rooms, so unique, so splendid, was that I wanted to obtain more of the knowledge. I wanted to understand more. I wanted to feel more of the beauty and see more and discover more. It wasn't a museum. It wasn't tired or from bygone days. It was fresh with garden flowers and contemporary art and sculptures. It had the fragrance of beeswax and jasmine from the terrace. The house was full of beautiful things, the most beautiful art, the most beautiful furniture, the most beautiful wallpaper I had ever seen. And as I walked away from the house that I always wanted to see, I understood better that hidden behind the wallpaper was the soul of the house. That was the true beauty, the passion, the creativity, the inspiration, the preparation, the skill, years of experience, craftsmanship, and instinct. That the soul of the house lives within all of us. That the reflection of beauty is for all of us to know, for all of us to tell. And so, as I was invited, I invite you to read the writing on the wall. When we come back, the extraordinary Brendan McLarney. Brendan will tell us how wallpaper has the power to change the character of a room. This is At Home. I'm David Thiergartner, and we'll be back in two minutes. Cause the listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? 
Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. My guest tonight, Brendan McLarney from McLarney Painting and Wallpaper Company. Brendan, welcome to At Home. Thank you, David. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy that you're here. You know, we start each show and every show with asking what your meaning of beauty is and more specifically, what is beautiful in your home? Um, well, when I think of beauty, um, some, uh, some words come out, jump out at me. Um, in my home, well, in my home, uh, the most beautiful things is my wife, Julie, mm -hmm. uh, my son, Brian, and my daughter, Sarah, who are uh, probably listening now. And I uh, just thought I'd get that in. Otherwise, I'd be going to bed uh, with no supper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but good. That's always the best answer, I think. In an in a interior design context, uh, which we're talking about, I think for me um, is color. Um, the shape, really, uh, the shape different shapes of different things, the furniture, um, elegance, sophistication, style. Um, I go back to color again. Color, the eye appeal, pleasant, you know, pleasant on the eye. Uh, then I like uh, the detail of things, um, you know, the planning that goes into, we'll say, a, a piece of furniture, uh, the craftsmanship involved. Um, yeah, I, c I could go on, but yeah. Is there anything... Tremendously specific that uh, is meaningful to you or that you find absolutely beautiful? Um, what, I like, what I like in a room is texture. Um, that's why right now I love the, uh, the uh, grass cloth wall coverings. To me, uh, you can feel it. It's a very tangible. Uh, I see a lot of area rugs that have texture. And I just love that. You can feel it. It's, you know, it's tangible. Um, it has beautiful look. We're going to talk a lot about grass cloth because... I too, uh, I like grass cloth a lot, and we've done some grass cloth together. But you said something before we move on. You said something about elegance, right? And I think that wallpaper, so I use the word luxurious, but truly, yeah. truly, wallpaper is about elegance. And so it, I just, it was fascinating to hear you say that what you found beautiful was elegance. And not necessarily that you're referring to wallpaper, but that is so much a part of your everyday life. And so how does that, how does that experience of being around such beauty every day affect you as you go home and what's around you and how you live your life? 
Yeah, I think for me, I think for me, everything is different uh, from day to day. You know, one day I'll do a powder room, the next day I'll do a living room. Um, I I love the warmth that uh, wallpaper gives, as opposed to a um, we'll say a flat paint color. Um, it just gives it uh, so much warmth. And then I love um, other things that come into a room that uh, you know you, the floor, the uh, I mentioned the area rug uh, previously. Um, even artwork at the over the over the wall covering is 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 beautiful. And uh, right now in wall covering, you have just have such a variety. It's just it's it's really endless, and it's it's a wonderful time for wall covering. It really is, and and there's so many major new innovations, and we're going to get to all of that. But you also said another interesting thing, which is that wall covering on its own uh, doesn't fulfill the dream of the room. It certainly is the benefactor of everything else that happens within the room. And it makes for a much better environment, a much better aesthetic when the walls are covered. But to just have grass cloth on the wall with nothing else in the room doesn't really mean very much. So that's also very interesting, too, how it becomes a part of the whole. As we begin this conversation... How do you begin? I always found that to be sort of a fascinating thing about wallpapering. Like, you know, you, you have a large room. We've done uh, large spaces before. Yeah. What is the strategy in starting? Because, you know, you got to end somewhere, right? And so That's you want to make sure you end in the right place. So can you just talk us through how you begin and, and where the starting place and how you strategize a room? Yeah, I think that the first, um, when I walk into a room, the first half hour, I, I ask myself so many questions. Yeah, uh, like what? Well, take, take for example, a living room. I'm, I'm wondering where, where the vocal point is. You know, um, it's like, uh, usually in a living room, it's over the fireplace. Uh, if the paper, then I look at the paper. If the paper has a, a pattern to it, we'll say a floral pattern, I'll center it over the fireplace. I'll, uh, you know, install left and right of the fireplace, bring it around. And uh, usually um, my, st my stopping point then would be up over a door uh, where the, the, mi the mismatch would be inconspicuous. You won't see it. And, uh, you know, you're constantly asking yourself, uh, you know, which is the best way to hang this? Which is the best way where to start, where to finish? Um, each room is different. Even a powder room, a small bathroom, you're, you're, you're looking at the best. You know, you're trying to get a visual in your mind of how the finished product will be. And uh, also, also the, the, the width of the paper is a, is a factor. So you kind of, uh, that first half hour, you're kind of uh, mapping it out. You make it, to, you know, make it your measurements, uh, the widths around the room. Uh, make sure everything is even, you know what I mean? You don't want to be, uh, you know, the pattern too much to one side and uh, not on the other. And uh, balance and, and um, yeah, you're constantly, uh, you know, mapping it out. That's uh, it's very important, the first half hour. Uh, it's fascinating. And the first thing that you said was that you went to the right and to the left of the center focus. Right. Correct. So, I mean, when you were telling me that I was going, oh, of course, you know, that that makes perfect sense. But I think uh, that I would immediately think that you would just, you know, start left and work yourself all the way around the room. And you said the opposite. So fascinating. Yeah. Well, really, th that depends on the on the on the pattern. If uh, if it was a plain paper or we'll say a small pattern, uh, maybe I go from left to right, just go around the room, get the mismatch or whatever it is up over the door. And that would be it. You call it a day. So it's it's like uh, 
Yeah, every every paper is different, and every room is practically different too. So, and are you looking for the place for the mismatch? I mean, you said over the door, but it could be also a window casing, it, right? Or it could be where a drapery panel is going to fall. Absolutely. Actually, it could be even in the corner of a room where where you, where you may not see it. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, you're constantly, uh, you know, trying to find the best place. How do you think the illusion happens? In other words, I'm using the word illusion because. Um, it's one of those things that you notice the wallpaper when you come into a room, right? And then as you sit there and as you are being entertained or it's a sitting room or you're working, whatever it is for you, it, it goes away. It becomes a part of the space. And so illusion seems to be the right word for me. But is it, is it the quality of the paper or is it the image? Is it how the paper feels in your hand? How... how what are the qualities that make a beautifully wallpapered room? Uh, well, there's a lot of things, really. Uh, when I install, yeah, obviously, the, the, the quality of the paper is, is a big factor. You want a paper that's, uh, I won't say easy to work with, but something that you, could, you can work with um, that's not too difficult. Even if it is difficult, you give yourself enough time uh, to, to hang each piece, making sure no mistakes, no errors. Um, I, I, I just love the warmth of wallpaper. It, it just give, gives something, gives a, a room just something so special. So you said before elegance, but why do you think wallpaper is elegant, or why do you think wallpaper is so luxurious? Like, well, I, th I think uh, is it the history of yeah, it? Is it's it the tradition. We've yeah, seen it in it's, it's, it's elegant spaces in the it past. It really is. It's the history and, and tradition. I know we've hung some uh, uh, very unique papers, and uh, one of the papers was the Zuber uh, mural that we hung. Sure. And if you go back, uh, Zuber is a three hundred year old company. Uh, you know, it's the highest of the high end wall coverings, and uh, that particular mural mural that we hung. Uh, each piece uh, could tell a story on its own, so it's just so it's just so new, unique, and 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 uh, the beautiful colors, and uh, so dramatic, and it's just uh, just uh, just elegance, uh, just the unbelievable elegance of it um, in in a space, and the sophistication of it as well. So I was going to say that we we put in the Zubair, which uh, we're going to talk about a little bit now. Is it uh, Zubair is a, uh, as you said, a mm. 300 year old or so? I'm not terribly sure what it is, but it's an yeah, old French company, French yeah. company um, hand blocked wallpaper. I think in this case it was 20 different colors. Maybe we bought uh, the 16th print yeah. of the latest run. It's all very kind of rare and very unique and very special. I know you were and, a bit and very nervous expensive. and very, and very expensive. Oh, I didn't say that. Yes, <laughs> it was very expensive. Um, you were a bit nervous. Of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, and the interesting thing about it, and I put it on Instagram of uh, the map of it. Uh, some people call it the cartoon of it. We had a drawing of uh, the 27 panels that we purchased. Um, and we... Uh, well, I, I guess I would say before you were involved, started with the client to decide exactly where we wanted the main theme. This was um, paper. It was called uh, the Oriental paper. Mm -hmm. So it was basically about India and architectural uh, significant pieces in India and China and, and um, the Middle East. And it kind of went around the whole 
oriental continent. Um, it's full of incredible colors. It it had beautiful, beautiful buildings, but it also had um, wonderful sort of um, scenes with camels and. It just it was, and the main scene, the main thing that I'm trying to get to was that there was this incredibly large scale elephant. Correct. And my client loves elephants, and so we had to make that the center of this beautiful dining room, and uh, and we spent so much time. Does it does? Do we start here? Do we start there? Because once you start, you you can't stop, right? And how do we finish? And uh, it was a magnificent thing. Um, you, I did say that you were a little bit nervous. Why do yeah. you think you were so nervous? Was it the cost of it? Was the quality of yeah, it? it? It's everything, really. Like you said, the planning of it. Like uh, you know, you planned it with with the with the client. Yeah, uh, I did a three dimensional room actually. Yeah, uh, that we so we could actually see where the wallpaper would fall. Yeah. Yeah, the client too is you know sophisticated client. Yes, uh, likes beautiful things. Uh, you know, you spend time planning it with her. Um, you know, if you take into account what happens back at the factory, Zubair, uh, you know, the time put in, the detail, um, the expense of the whole thing, and then um, it's uh, handed to me, and uh, I'm, put the it up right. I'm the last person, and uh, I'm at the last link of the chain, and if I don't put it up right, well, then everything goes down the drain, so... You uh, yeah, that would make anybody nervous, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with you. But you did a beautiful job. And, uh, uh, I was uh, delighted. Uh, uh, Thank was, you, David. That was Everybody it. has yeah. been excited by it. But, you know, one of the things, too, that was so interesting about the paper was that you could feel the thickness of the paint, right? That the, yes. that it was, it was yes. there was yeah. a dimensionality to it, right? It yeah. wasn't just this a printed substance. thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so how is that when you're trying to book it? How is that when you're trying to match it to the next panel when you have different thicknesses on this page versus yeah. that page? Well, and th that, particular, that particular paper, it's engineered where you, uh, you, you cut it, you trim it on, on your table. And uh, then you put it to the wall and then you butt it on the wall. So it's like, um, you know, you have to, there's no room for error. That cut is a very specific cut, strategic cut, and uh, it has to be right. And uh, you paste the back of the paper and you spread the paste evenly. Uh, you put it on the wall and then you cut the next piece and uh, you butt it, uh, you bring the next piece to the, to the wall and then you butt it, you know, very carefully. Each, each, uh, each piece probably would take an hour, you know, again, wow. again yeah, again, you take it out and, and uh, trim it, uh, paste it, fold it. And there's 27 pieces. Uh, in yeah, there's 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's a very painstaking process. And uh, you need to have your focus. You need to have your concentration. So and let's jump right from there to our next big room, which would, I think we did like two months later, which was this incredible contemporary watercolor I guess if we had to describe what it looked like, it was splashes of water and blues and gold sort of splashing over rocks, but there were no rocks. It was it was literally a watercolor just sort of splashing everywhere. Now, the Zubair was 27 inches wide. Yeah. This was 54 inches wide. Yeah, this is 54 inch, and it's uh, kind of engineered a little different. Um, from what I remember, um, that that was a trove uh, wall it was covering trove from Brooklyn. Yeah, which has ve gotten very, very popular. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, also, beautiful. an expensive paper. Yeah. And what I remember about that one is um, it comes in panels, 
and it's uh, it goes like uh, panel one, panel two, panel three, panel four, and then you're back to panel one, panel two, panel three, and you go around the room like that. So it's a li- it's different from from the Zubair um, mural that we did. So, well, here we are. We're we're literally just starting, and uh, there's so much so much to talk about. What a thrill! Um, I, I have a thousand different routes in my head to talk about. Uh, but we'll get to that when we come back. I do also want to talk about technique and style and all of that when we return. This is At Home, and uh, we'll be back to talk to Brendan all about installation technique and his expertise, um, when to hide a seam, and when a seam is supposed to be seen, the later of which can drive a client crazy. This wallpaper is incorrect. All right, look. Stand three feet back. You can hardly tell. No, but maybe I don't want to stand three feet back. Maybe I want to stand right here and look at my wallpaper. You know? I mean, here, look. Here's wallpaper, and here is different wallpaper. What world am I in? I will not calm down. Huh? We live in a fun house here. Cars are coming in and wild dogs wandering around and and crazy wallpaper. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Talking to wallpaper wallpaper extraordinaire Brendan McLarney. Um, you can reach Brendan at McLarneyWallpaper at yahoo.com. Brendan, we didn't get to um, what I think is one of your major achievements. It's a small powder room, but I think it was, I gave you an, a tremendously difficult assignment. And it was this Danish wallpaper from the 1930s. And um, the client loved it. I loved it. It was gorgeous. We searched high and low to find it. 
But it was, I would guess, uh, to describe it to everybody, it's a medium-scale floral. Let's just say that. Um, but it definitely looked 1930s Danish. But the charge that I gave you was that I wanted it everywhere. I didn't want it just on the walls. I wanted it on the ceilings, and I wanted it on the soffit, and I wanted it to wrap around the whole room. And I think that you thought that I was crazy, and I think that you thought that I was mad, but you did it. You somehow were able to connect all of the vines and all of the flowers together as this wallpaper basically wrapped this room. And I got to tell you, to walk into that space, I know it's a powder room, and I brought it up a little bit in the monologue, but I think powder rooms are very unique and special places. It's where your guests go. It's where there's a private moment. It's aware to sort of get to know who your friend is or who owns this house or if you're a guest. Um, but that was extraordinary. So I know you talked a little bit about calculation. How possibly did you calculate that? Uh, well, uh, earlier I said uh, the first. Earlier I said the first thirty minutes is you're asking yourself so many questions. Uh, you know the the conditions of the walls, the uh, the measure. Uh, you know you said soffits, uh, the the measurements, dimensions of everything. Um, from what I remember in that installation, I think the paper was twenty seven inch. So you you kind of have a visual in your mind as to how it should look, which is not an easy thing. That's pretty difficult. And um, you start, you know, you take your tape measure, you you start to go 27 inches, um, you know, the first piece, second piece, third piece. And it doesn't always work out like that. So you're, you're constantly moving. You're constantly trying to get everything to fit. So I think, I think it took me about an hour to map that one. It's just a small powder room. I think it took me about an hour. Which is harder sometimes. Uh, which is more difficult, yeah. You're, you're you don't a, have room. Yeah, you're in a tight, mm. tight space. And, a lot uh, of obstacles. Yeah, you can get frustrated very easily. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it was a challenge. I think in that case, we pulled everything out for you. We pulled yeah. the toilet and the yeah. powder room yeah. and everything, yeah. or the, the vanity, everything out. Yeah, and that helps a lot. Yeah. You'd be amazed. That helps a lot. So, yeah, I pulled it off somehow. I remember that was on a Friday or something. I was pretty tired after my full week. I ruined your weekend. Yeah, and here we go. Well, I, you know, I, I was so glad at the end of it, and it looked so good, I, and, and the client li liked it too. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was uh, actually fun. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A it was a beautiful yeah. paper. Let's discuss uh, like wall prep and surfaces and primers and all that just to give people an idea of how best to prepare. Um, Let's start with primers because we need to. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of different primers out there, right? So is there a different primer for a different wallpaper? For instance, that watercolor mural that we did, that was on vinyl, correct? That's correct. Right now, I say that with a little bit of hesitation, but it, it was good quality vinyl. And yes, no. Right. That, uh, I mean, yeah. it wasn't like, you yeah. know, being in an office building vinyl. Right, But right. So there's different primers for all of that, right? Yeah, that's why, you know, I really come uh, well prepared. I have different paste, different primers. Uh, that particular um, that particular paper you're talking about, I used a Zinser uh, clear wall uh, wall primer, wall acrylic uh, wallpaper primer, and uh, that uh, you know gives good adhesion. Um, and is that what it's for? What is primer? What does the primer do for you as the installer? Um, it it good good adhesion. Uh, yeah, you're and looking for down that. the road down the road if you want to pull the paper off, the paper comes off. Not you know the paper on the sheetrock or the the plaster or you know what i mean so it's very it is very important plus it helps you if you're double cutting which is where you overlap and you cut right down the center 
that's uh, like a strategic, you know, like a precision cut. In so it allows coping. you to move the paper yeah, into yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, the, uh, Certainly an acrylic uh, wall covering primer will, will hold, you know what I mean? If, if you just, you know, it, it allows you not to score the wall so uh, you don't have any problems with your seam. Now, so I use liners a lot, um, probably because of you, but I think I, I feel like I always have. And I like them personally for a couple reasons. I think there's a technical reason for them. But for me, it... It seems like it pads the yeah the the wall a little bit. It seems like it gives the paper just a little bit of substance yeah. to it. And so, but what is the purpose for it, and 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 why would people want to line? Well, um, well, uh, lining paper is not, it's not for every paper. Um, the English papers for me um, really uh, they don't have the, they don't have the backing. What you, what you get with English papers is basically the print. Which is the the outside of the paper, and if it doesn't um, it doesn't adhere to the wall um, as as well as you'd like to like it. So I always like to put a lining paper, which is um, kind of engineered to stick to to we say a sheetrock or a plaster wall that's that you know that that's properly primed, and then the paper sticks better to paper. So uh, yeah, it, it gives it an extra layer and it gives it you know better adhesion. Uh, paper sticks to liner like you know really well so that's 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 fascinating yeah yeah yeah. so how is it that when you install paper for me that i never see the seam like i Uh, i realize that you're a master at this but like why does the seam disappear well i you know it's 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 back to the paper again some papers are uh, well it's back to the tools uh, that a tradesman would bring to the to the job really if you don't have the proper tools, well, then you're not going to have a, a you know a, as good a job as you would like. So uh, you got to come prepared. You know you got to uh, make sure you have everything on the job. Uh, you got to be prepared for every situation. Uh, some papers are more forgiving than others. Um, and what know. would that quality be? Like well, what would make what would make a wallpaper more forgiving than others? I think um, um, if, if it had a good backing. We'll say, you know, I had some substance to it. It's not a very light paper. It had some substance to it. You know, it's easily butted together. Uh, some papers you double cut, which is a, you know, like I said earlier, precision cut, and uh, that, uh, you know, that seam you can hide, hide on the wall. The butted, butted cut, uh, the butted seam is a little bit more uh, pronounced, but. Uh, I think so. As long as you, you know, you, the 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 paste at the back of the paper has got to be evenly spread. Uh, there's a, there's a few different things. Um, you know, paper's engineered now where it's uh, you can you can hide it. You know what I mean? It's it's. Uh, well, we say that though, but I only use um, a handful of wallpaper companies yeah. because there's some paper, and I'm thinking, and I'm not going to say the name because it is an incredibly famous. Uh, home furnishing company and i think their paper is thin yeah and i think that their paper doesn't look good up on the wall yeah and so how would you say to anybody that's listening is it you know for me i can feel it right i know that the paper's thin i know that the paper it almost feels like you know computer paper or 
or paper that you would put into your printer yeah. versus where it it actually has it's spongy it has a yeah, quality yeah, to it yeah well the thin paper i i always recommend a lining paper uh, not, not to every, help yeah to help with, with you know to, to keep the wall straight and stuff and it, it, it helps a lot um hard to uh you know hard to say you know hard to describe it unless you you're seeing yeah, it happen yeah you'd have to yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's it's uh, yeah i think a liner is a tremendous product uh not every client uh, wants to have the expense because yeah, it's, it's basically it. installing two papers. It's another paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's but another it, paper. It, it does yeah. make all the difference yeah, in the world. Yeah, it does make a lot of difference. Let's get into Grasskopf because you and I both like it. I, I love it. And yeah, I, I love it too. in the very fine quality. I love it thick and yeah, robust yeah. and stuff. There's a there's techniques to hanging grass cloth. There is. Um, yeah. Reverse hung is one of the Correct. terminologies. Yeah, yeah. There's another term. Uh, um, double cut. Double yeah, cut. You can double so, cut do you want to talk a little bit about why one that you like grass cloth? Two, how to install it properly, and three, for me or for anybody who's nervous about it, you can't get glue on the face you of grass get, cloth. That's correct. That's right. correct. So you got to be very, very careful. Um, well, if you go back, if you, the grass cloth itself is a weave, it's not a print. So uh, if you go back to where it's manufactured in Japan or China. It's hand woven on a loom, so it's uh, and then it's taken and they add paper to the back of it, and then it's shipped. You know whoever buys it. So um, when you install it, um, it's either you either trim it on the table, and butt it on the wall, or you uh, install it on the uh, install install it on the wall and double cut it. Mm. So you have two precision cuts. Um, that that yeah you know you, which will give you a seam. Now it's not uncommon to have a seam with grass cloth. Well, I think that's one of the. I mean, I think for you and I, we like that. We want to see that seam. But a lot of people, yeah, a lot uh, of people, we're don't. getting ready yeah. to do a den on Park Avenue that I've had to have the conversation about seaming and yeah. show her pictures of what it would look like because you do see the seam. Yeah. In grass cloth. Yeah, well, it, it's a it, part of the art of it. it. It's the it's a part. If you go to Japan, uh, you know Japan especially. I think um, it, it's like panels. It's panels of paper, you know, and uh, you will see the seams. Yeah. Now, some of the grass cloth, uh, are, the seam is more pronounced than others. So yeah, uh, the thicker it is, I yeah, think. The yeah. Th yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sometimes my foyer has a very fine grass cloth. You rarely see the seam. You know, some of the new contemporary hand painted. Uh, wallpapers that we've hung. We did one in Westchester just a couple months ago. That too showed the scene, but that is a part of the artistry. That yeah, yeah. I mean, you're the, the you, they want yeah. you to see the panel, the panel, the panel. Yeah. There is no matching of that wallpaper. Yeah, yeah. But and I put one of the pictures on Instagram. It it is truly magnificent if you can get past the traditional sense of hiding the scene. Correct, correct. Yeah, people people see, I, I think in older people, younger people... That's right. Yeah, younger people don't... Mature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> younger people kind of don't get the panel effect. Yeah. But I think older people do. So Stylistically, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, you know, everybody's different, I guess, so... So as we said, it goes pretty fast. Brendan, that was tremendous fun. I think we could do a whole nother hour of, believe it or not, talking about wallpaper, which is fantastic since I love wallpaper so much. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your expertise. Do you want to take some questions with me from the audience when we yes, come I'd back? Yes, I'd love to, David. Terrific. Let's, let's do that. Um, this is At Home, and uh, we'll be back in two minutes.
You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Brendan, we have uh, a good amount of questions here, so let's get right into it. Here's the first one. Timely discussion, gentlemen. I am just deciding on a wallpaper for my dining room. It has a large repeat. Is there a formula to figuring out how much wallpaper I should have? Uh, please uh, please hire a professional wallpaper hanger. Good answer. Uh, to to, to uh, calculate uh, how many rolls you need because uh, even the people that sell it... Um, Give you the wrong amount. So um, if you if you're in, if you're uh, right now um, dealing with somebody in an office in a, in a we'll say a, at a store uh, and they tell you it's ten rolls, add twenty five percent because uh, the, the the square footage of a room and the actual installation of a paper two different things. So uh, be very careful. Uh, certainly with a, a large repeat, there's a, lar- a, a lot of waste. I was going to say, I mean, I, I agree with you 100%. That's still to this day, you know, 25 years or plus into this business, fabric or with wallpaper, that amount of a large pattern repeat and how that eats up yardage and rolls is incredible. But also the emotional thing you have to be ready for is to throw out all of the wallpaper that you're not using because the repeat demands that you 
you waste yeah, you a d- good amount. I mean, at least a third, yeah, I would you say, discard, as a general You word. do, yeah. you discard. It's so. Even to this day, I've been doing it 25 years. I can't believe it. Uh, the size of the bag I throw out after after an installation, yeah. it, it's, it's... It's a tremendous yeah, amount. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It's worth it. And I, I'm going to yes. take this opportunity, and I wanted to talk a little bit about it before, but I personally love large-scale print on wallpaper. Again, I posted one on Instagram. Everybody is afraid of it. Everybody is afraid of it. Everybody looks at you like you're crazy. But I'm telling you, a large-scale damask, let's just use something classic. A large-scale damask sits on a wall so incredibly quiet. And if you need something to do the background for your art or for a beautiful mirror or whatever, large-scale is absolutely the most suitable thing to do. And so don't be afraid of it. And yes, it costs more. And yes, there's a lot of ways. But I'm telling you, it pays back huge dividends. Let's go on to the next one. Um, Oh, you guys didn't discuss too much about wallpaper removal. I think you said something. Why am I having trouble removing wallpaper? Is there something I should have done? Or do I need a professional? And what materials should I use? Uh, You know, it's funny. um, Every time... somebody asks me what do I do for a living and I say I'm a wallpaper <laughs> installer everybody has a horror wallpaper either wallpaper installation or a wallpaper removal story <laughs> so I always find it ve- uh, very funny uh, for me I'm kind of old-fashioned put down uh, plastic on the floor make sure your floor is well covered take some um, lukewarm water maybe hot, lukewarm to hot water uh, take a roller, uh, a sponge, wet it, uh, take a razor blade, uh, score some X's in the paper. Yeah. That way to, that the, uh, the water will penetrate it. Um, eventually it will come off. The, 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 the key is to uh, keep wet it, keep wet it, keep wet it, keep wet it. If it's not coming off, uh, you're not getting enough water down the back of the paper. So uh, what you have really in the back of the paper is, is glue. So when the water gets behind the paper, it activates it. It starts to kind of turn to butter, and uh, eventually it will come off. Yeah, it's not an easy patience. job. Yeah, patience. Yeah, patience, patience, and that it is glue, just like when yeah. your kids stick their fingers yeah. together. Yeah, make sure, water. make sure, make sure the floor is well covered yeah. because it, it it can be a, a messy uh, job. And chances are you're gonna paint the molding and stuff when you're finished yeah, anyway, yeah. so there's no yeah. reason to to worry too much about it. But yeah, it's all about water. Hey, here's the next one. I recently saw a beautiful room wallpapered in fabric. How does that work? Uh, well, fabric, um, usually when I install a fabric, I actually paste the wall and install the uh, fabric to the wall, I think for best results. Uh, you either trim it on the table or you double cut it on the wall. So it's, uh, again, uh, you know, it takes time. Uh, you can't get anything on the front of it, so th- you've you got to be very careful. Um, each piece is, uh, takes time, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes. Um, yeah, fabric is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But some fabrics come paper-backed, so that, that can help too. I was going to say, that's the trick. So we just did a powder room in a beautiful, traditional yellow chintz that was paper-back. I had it paper-back. So paper-back means that uh, hopefully um, uh, someone can help you figure out. You can write me and ask me. But you would send it away. You would send the fabric away to a backing company, and they would 
put a paper back on the, your fabric. So it's pulled and it's taken, and then the paper acts as the adhesion onto the wall. And um, it's not tremendously expensive to paper back uh, fabric. It certainly is a wonderful uh, quality to have. Now you're doing, you have to hand cut those seams too. Are you doing that on site? Are you doing it on the wall? How does that work? Uh, sometimes it depends. Sometimes that, that's uh, usually I, t- I do a couple of tests. I see which is the best. Do I, do I butt it? Do I cut it on the, mm. on the table and butt it? Or do I double cut? Sometimes you can put a, uh, some soft tack tape on one piece, overlap and double cut it down oh, yeah? the middle. Oh, fascinating! Yeah, yeah. so you got to be very about that. You got to be very, very careful. You can't get anything on the front of fabric. It's uh, you. Ca- it's not a. It's not a. It's not a washable. It's not a. You know, it's certainly not a scrubable, and uh, it's, you know, it's not, not a washable either. So you got to be very, very careful. Yeah, I'm not sure in this application, and I will admit that the powder room was the best location for a fabric backed wallpaper it sure does look good i was there yesterday and i purposely was looking to see how well the scenes were hidden and you you did a brilliant job with that um so i was testing you out just before you came on the show tonight hey here's a question how long should i expect wallpaper to last oh well it depends it depends on what room you know a bathroom probably bathroom and a kitchen probably wouldn't last as long as uh a living room, dining room, we'll say. Um, do you have kids or, uh, you know, what's the traffic in the room? Yeah, where is going? it? Yeah. So it's, uh, I would say, four or five years maybe. Yeah. You might get tired. You know, after four or five years, you might get tired of the paper in the first place. So it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's about each individual, you know. I was going to say, I mean, the reason that we said kitchens and bathroom is just the, the amount of um, humidity yeah, and moisture, moisture that yeah. happens in those spaces. Um, if you're going to wallpaper a bathroom, it probably needs a bathroom that's not being used very much. Maybe like a guest room, a guest bathroom would be a wonderful place to wallpaper because, you know, it's being used every other weekend or once a quarter or whatever. So it, it stays dry. Um, I personally like wallpaper in kitchen. My kitchen wallpaper, which I adore and love to this day, is about 20 years old. And I'm thinking, you know, pretty soon I need to change that. But I don't want to because I love it so much. But it does. It really does depend on where it is. Certainly a kid's room I don't think is the best place for wallpaper. And, you know, that's why you see it in hallways and dining rooms and living rooms and, right, studies. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Um, let's just do a, a bit of quick technology, uh, technological, technological, technical terminology. Like, uh, what is booking? And uh, tell us a little bit about some of the um, terms. Uh, well, booking is where you uh, you figure you have an eight foot sheet and you paste the back of the the paper, and then you fold it inward, and then you fold it like pretty much like a book. And that's to uh, that's to allow uh, the paste to 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 settle on on the uh, on the paper. It's almost like it, th- th- there's a reaction. It's almost like if somebody uh, splashes uh, water into your face, you know, you wince. And but when you put uh, you put paste on paper, there's a reaction there. So the the paste has to settle a few minutes, usually booking time, and then you fold it out and then you apply it to the wall. So that that's booking. Here's a good question that my office to this day, especially when someone new comes into the office, what the hell is a double roll? 
Uh, yeah, double a double row. The, uh, people get confused. Yeah, it's with confusing. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a standard American double roll is twenty and a half inches wide by eleven yards, thirty three feet, and it comes like that because it allows you uh, usually uh, three eight foot pieces or maybe four, depending on the pattern. Uh, definitely three, and then maybe a small piece over a door, over a window. So that's a double row. A single roll would be only, you know, it would only give you one piece and a, and a small piece over And they're the not selling you a single roll anyway. No, you no, know, so, no, yeah. no. So that's a double row. Double and that roll. comes from the English, basically, right? A lot of those dimensions are yeah. from, because our wallpaper basically comes from England. Uh, a or lot at least of it, started yeah, to come yeah, from England. Yeah, a lot yeah, of it, yeah, yeah, a lot of it has, is correct, yeah. Um, and it, actually a standard English roll, um, about 15 years ago was actually a little smaller, was twi- it? 27 oh. feet. But uh, I, I'm seeing English rolls now at 11, 11, 11 yards. So it's, uh, yeah, standard American double roll, I always like to say, is 20 and a half by 11, uh, 11 yards. That is all feet. the time that we have for. Brendan, I want to thank you again. Uh, what a pleasure. Thank you so much for spending the evening with us. Please contact Brendan at McLarneyWallpaper at Yahoo.com. I think that's pretty easy. M-C-L-A-R-N-E-Y Wallpaper at Yahoo.com. I want to thank everyone here at TalkRadio.com, Schoolhouse Number 6 Productions. I couldn't do it without you, and I wouldn't want to try. Ben Keegan for my music. And remember to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at home with DTI. Take a look at my website, David Thiergartner interiors.com and join us next week for a full hour of questions and some game show prizes you're going to have just me all hour long answering questions remember to stay tuned for the noreen sumter show beyond potential live life your way and until next week on the radio remember the best designs for your life start at home <laughs> You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. listening to the talking alternative network are you stuck in a rut negative thoughts feelings and conversations got you down hi i'm noreen sumter the potentiator tune in every tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m eastern time and listen for new ideas on my show beyond potential live life your way on talkradio.nyc hey all you crazy listeners looking to boost your business Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Do you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. 
Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 